Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Gunner and Cheyenne. Camel Country 107.9. Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. Tommy is in Glendale. Hey, Tommy. Hey, what's up? All right, dude. You got a big decision in your face, and what's going on? Yeah, it's literally about my face. So, uh, <laughs> what? It's literally <laughs> about your face, okay? Yeah, yeah. I've got a beard, and I've had it for a long, long time. I want to shave it off, but um, my wife, she's not feeling that. And uh, the thing is, she's known me only with having a beard. Like, ah. it's been a long time. Yeah. How long have you guys been together? Like six, seven years. Okay. okay. So you've got a, a pretty decent beard then. Yeah. I mean, I basically have it covered. I mean, I've, sometimes I've had my beard a little shorter, but mid, but it's still, it's a lot of upkeep. Yeah. You know? So when when is the last time, just out of curiosity, you've had a clean face? Uh, 19. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> 19. So wow. facial hair since then. So you obviously know what you look like without the facial hair and you like what you see. I just want to change. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. You know, I, 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 mean, I kind of understand. As somebody who's had long hair before, like sometimes, and I know it's not the same hair? as a beard. No, but like oh. hair, you'll go through moments where you're like, I just want to cut it off. Like it's a lot of maintenance to have long hair. And I can only imagine like with the curliness and the wispiness of a beard. Right. But you have to know what you look like under there and like what you see. Abe, he doesn't shave his beard because he looks, what would you say? What would you call yourself? A fat faced baby. <laughs> <laughs> see? So you use the beard hair to cover that up. So, Tommy, I mean, back at 19, I mean, what about your facial definition? I mean, does it look good? I mean, I think I look decent. I mean, do you have any pictures you could show her? I mean, if she's so against you shaving your face, maybe, and she's never seen you without the beard, maybe you'll look better without the beard. Yeah, I mean, I, she's just really into the beard. She's a big beard person. I you mean, gotta, I get gotta, it. Yeah, you have to understand that, Jane, yeah. right? Because, I mean, that's what you're into. Yeah, I love a good beard. I definitely don't have an issue with it. But I also know that beard fishing is a real thing. What's beard fishing? It's like cat fishing with a beard. Like, you have a beard and you look so spectacular and then you shave it off and then you don't. But they've been together a good number of years, so I'm assuming that this was not a beard fishing situation. She's never seen his real face. I mean, she was into me. She she said it plenty of times. She said it's like she's attracted to my beard. Like when we first dated, to even now we're Ooh. we're talking about it. Okay. I, I kind of feel like the chick that needs the breast reduction for the back, but the spouse is like, no. Yeah, I totally get it. I totally understand where you're coming from. Are you trying to figure out if you're just still going to shave it off? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out should I still do. I mean, you. You know, because I love her, and I, you know, I'm kind of 
self-conscious that maybe she'll not like me anymore as much. What do you do in this situation? You know what I would do if I were you, Tommy? I would shave it little by little. Like an inch every couple of weeks. Like, just continue to shave it down until she notices that it... She, she's going to... Okay, if he's got a full beard, she's going to figure it out. You never know. She might be super unobservant. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to notice it going shorter. I don't know how great of advice that is. I don't know. That's just what I would do. It gets her used I, to the idea of it not is, being there. This is either rip the Band-Aid off or don't situation, okay? <laughs> so what does Tommy do? Do you go against your wife's wishes, shave the beard, or do you keep the happy wife, happy life mentality? Maybe you've lived this. You got some advice for Tommy. We'd love to hear what you got. 602-894-5653. You can also text us at 22108. Tommy, we'll get some advice. We'll get some feedback from you. Just keep your radio on for us, okay? All right. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, Tommy in Glendale needs some saving of his own. He's got a big decision he's facing. Uh, he's got a big burly beard that he loves, but it also takes a lot of work to maintain. He'd like to shave it off, but his wife does not want him to shave it off. So he called us and we said, hey, let's make this a big decision segment. Let's get some feedback from Camel Nation. That's exactly what happened. Cheyenne says. I think you should just shave it off. Which is surprising to me because you love beards. I do love that beards. That is what you want on a man that you marry is a, is a beard and muscles. I just think that you have to be happy with yourself. And if it's take if you're starting to resent it, you're not going to want to take care of it the way that somebody who loves their beard is going to take care of it. That's just going to get gross. <laughs> no, thank you. When you stop the maintenance on it. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. It tangled and smelly and unkept. No, thank you. Text the 928, shave it off. She, if she only loves you for your beard, you already have a self-absorbed gal. Put yourself first. You'll always be with yourself. She may not. Yeah, that's true. Uh, text with the 623, do a goatee and mustache first, then shave it off. <laughs> it will always grow back. Also, if she only loves you for your beard, is she really the right person for you? Love that. Yeah. Text with the 602, I agree with Cheyenne, shave it off little by little. <laughs> just like an inch or two every couple, you know, every so often, just are, continue are you, to shave it down. Are you trying to fake her out with no, this? No, no, it's just getting her used to the idea of it, like being smaller and smaller until it's fully gone. It's it's like not going from one extreme to the other. It's gradually getting there. You still have the conversation with her that you're going to do this, or do you do it without uh, the conversation? I think you still you're have the conversation of like I'm doing this, but out of respect for you, I'm going to ease you into it. Text with the four eight zero. Honestly, just shave it. Be yourself. If she doesn't like you anymore, that's her problem. It's a healthy relationship. You should love each other for you, uh, your personality, and not your looks. Yeah. Even if you are a fat-faced baby underneath the beard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Abe, I mean, you are single now, you know, with the beard. Maybe you just shave it off, and maybe you find a gal that likes the uh, fat-faced baby. It has crossed my mind. (laughs) I will tell you, though, Abe's got a nice beard. Abe's beard is very well maintained. He maintains it. It's very, um... How would you describe that? I, I'm waiting for you because I don't yeah, know. I know. I'm, be I'm excited to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I <laughs> think it looks very rugged. Like it's a very, it, oh. the, the texture of it is so good. It's not like, no offense, Luke Combs. It's not like Luke Combs' beard, which I hate. Because <laughs> wow. it's, string, it's stringy? Yes. Abe's is very full and very well maintained. I'll take it. So I like it. If it looks like that, I'm good with it. If it looks like Luke Combs' beard, shave it off. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, that's why I can't grow a beard. My yeah. mind's just all stringy, and it's even exactly. worse than Luke Combs. I tried to grow a beard like three years ago, and uh, 
We showed a picture of it to Abe yesterday. <laughs> he was like, no. No, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, that, no, no, no. Yeah. I no. agree. Yeah. <laughs> happened, but uh, good luck to Tommy there in Glendale. Sounds like just shave it off, dude. Yep. Gunner and Cheyenne. So there will be some words that Cheyenne says here in the studio just in response to something or out of the blue or or something, right? I'm like, what, what does that mean? All the time. You yeah. S- there, there's one that you say a lot called bet. Bet. Yeah, all right, bet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> and in your mind, or I, I guess the definition of that slang term is what? It's like, okay, all right. Yeah, bet. yeah, yeah. That, yeah. So, and, and I mean, that's not the only one you've used. There's a good list of them yeah. that you've used, and you've learned these slang terms from where? Well, I've learned them from my 12 year old son okay. and also like the younger guys that I have a tendency to date. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Still going after the younger They huh? keep me young at heart. Those young bucks. <laughs> yeah. So I came across a list of the top slang terms of 2023. Okay. And apparently, only 2%. Of people can get every single one of these. Ooh, okay. So are you finally in the top 2% of something, Cheyenne? <laughs> okay, I don't know. We're going to find <laughs> out, I guess. <laughs> All right, so uh, number one on the list is sus. Sus. Suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, like why you got to be so sus? Questionable or dishonest or suspicious. Yeah. Look at that. Cheyenne got it. Yeah. Uh, yeet. Uh, like throw something. To violently throw an object. Yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm going to yeet it over the, over the railing. You know that, Abe? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to yeet it over the rail. Yeah. Why would you just say throw? I don't know because the kids are crazy these days. Salty. Like an attitude. It's, like you're a little salty today. I, I, I'm okay. just keeping I'm keeping track in my head how many of these are actually way older than the generation that thinks that they... Oh, you think that this uh, these young, the younger kids... I don't kids. think I know. So far, yeet is the only one that technically belongs to like Gen Z. Okay. okay. So but far. Salty, I mean, I've definitely heard that one, but I mean, it's, it's when you were upset or over something little. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you're salty. But so, <laughs> I, the words that they're using is just, it's just odd. I, I said my potatoes at breakfast on Saturday were too salty. That, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's my use. That's yeah. the literal definition, yeah. right? Yeah. But why can't we just say literal? Like, why can't we be literal in this life? Why are life? you so against slang and nuance, bro? Yeah. Why is this list driving I you don't so know. crazy? I, I mean, I, every generation has it. You know, yeah. I mean, back in the 60s, they were like, hey, that's groovy. That's <laughs> true. That's a good point. Groovy. <laughs> uh, cap. Cap. That means lying. Like, no cap. Another word for lying. Yep. Extra. It means you're being a lot. Yeah. Over the top, excessive, dramatic behavior. Yep. Bussin'. Uh, like, that's awesome. Like, that's bussin'. Mm-hmm. This spaghetti is bussin'. What you would say if something was really good. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> bougie. Bougie, it uh, means like, over, like, like high, high, high maintenance. High class. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sheesh. Sheesh. That's what it means. It means like, uh. Yeah, so it's an like, expression. Oh, dang. Okay, it's an expression when you're impressed or amazed by something. Yeah. Drip. <laughs> Um, your clothes. Like, that's a good, like, that. that's a solid drip you got. Mm-hmm. Like, your uh, outfit, yeah, your you wardrobe. Yeah, used to describe an outfit or an accessory. Yeah. Wow. I know, look at me go. Oof. I don't know, oof. Like, oof. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, really? So how would you use that? Like. like, like what, what is it used to express? Uh, grief. Sadness. Yeah. My daughter says oofta, which is a uh, Norwegian term. It is. Yeah, oofta. So it's kind of a takeoff of. Oofta. Right? I mean, I, yes, it is. I don't know if that's just, where it came from, but well, yeah. Well, just kept, like she'll drop something, and instead of saying a four-letter word, she says, that she's, like, she says oofta. Oh, that's yeah. cute. That My grandparents adorable. in Minnesota would say that. Oofta? 
My okay. grandma had a shot glass that said oofta on it. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> Final one. Okay. Finna. Like, I'm finna go to the mall. What is this list, man? These words are so old. <laughs> I know that finna is. Fit, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fixing to. Abbreviation yeah, fixing for to. fixing to. I knew all of them. You knew all of them. You're the top 2%. Hey! Shout out to all, all the young bucks that I date. I know. You're, the, you're on the top 2% of something. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Me. Camel Country 107.9. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Gunner and Cheyenne. Are you thinking about those White Castle burgers? <laughs> Uh, no, because I never had one. You've never had a White Castle burger? Never. Well, they just opened a new location in South Tempe yesterday, Cheyenne. Okay. And uh, there was a couple of folks, the ones that were first in line, they camped out for 12 hours Wow. to be first in line. <laughs> okay. That's a long time for burgers. I guess they've done this. They, they go around the country and they uh, plan it out to be at these White Castle Grand Openings. What do you get for being at a White Castle Grand Opening, you know? Uh, sometimes they do free food, but it's not just for the first person. It's for the good number of other people in line behind them? Sometimes it'll be for a couple of hours. I don't know. Are White Castle burgers good enough to camp out for 12 hours? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> The only time I've had White Castles when I'm drunk in Vegas. See, that's <laughs> yeah, I feel like pretty much. Yeah. That's like the gen, like the general populace says that they're like, eh, like they're not like yeah. what a burger. I get what a burger. Well, yeah, would yeah. you camp out for twelve not hours? Not twelve hours, but like I get it. <laughs> uh, but I get like I, I I understand it. There's In and Out. There's folks that do that at the In and Out burgers yeah. too. They give it like a commemorative coin or something. Oh, uh, I, I mean that's kind of cool. Yeah. I guess. But would you camp out twelve hours? No. Would you camp out for twelve hours for anything? I would camp out for 12 hours if I was guaranteed behind the dugout seating at a World Series game. Yeah, I can kind of relate to that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was a long line when I went to the two games in 2001. Like, we, it was a physical line. Dude, that was bad. Yeah, I know. I, I remember waiting for tickets, uh, concert tickets, when they went on sale. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, before the apps and before the websites and stuff like that. Yeah. So, if I, if I, if I it would have to be a guarantee. But why would it have to be a guarantee? Lines. 
because I don't do lines. But, I hate but lines. in order to guarantee yourself those seats and pay for them, you would have to. That's the whole point of the yeah, line. Yeah, I'm saying if it was like a guarantee, like I if I was going to be there at the right spot in line, like get my spots guaranteed. So number one, I just so get gotta, there super early. Yeah. So now let's uh, if it's World Series, you got to camp out for three days. So if would you camp out for three days to have that number one spot in line to guarantee your seats behind the dugout for the World Series? Yeah, probably. Wow, I, I probably would. I don't think I don't think there's. I would just anything. have you bring me food. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's, there'd be anything that I would camp out that long for. Not yeah, anymore. Not anymore. I mean, back in the day, I would have. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know, but I mean, now let, let's say there's no websites. What would you camp out for? I would not camp out for anything. That's what I'm saying. Like I've done tickets, I've done shoes, I've camped out for all those things 20 years ago. Not right. now. Not now. now. Just no. too old to care now, right? Kind of. Well, kind of it's like yeah, He's like the same I age like, as you. Oh, that's what I'm saying. We're oh. too old to care. I, okay. We're both you know on the same say, page here. I feel like I'm just in a different place in my life where I could, I'll find another way yeah. to get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't need it right now. Well, I'll I've wait. never camped out for anything, so. But you would. I would, though. Yeah, but you would. Yeah, wait till you get to your 40s, Cheyenne. <laughs> then you just have a whole body, and you're just like, I am now. <laughs> My bed's too comfortable. It's, just, it's too much Get for that me. hookup. It's all about the hookup. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Camel Country 107.9. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Hey, Gunner. Yeah. What did the blanket say when it fell off the bed? <laughs> what did the blanket say when it fell off the bed? Oh! It's not a bad joke, it's just a dad joke, Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Oh, she. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's a good one. All right, Cheyenne's dad jokes every weekday morning at 7.50 here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne. Hey, Cheyenne. Hi. So uh, this time of year uh, has its pros and cons here in the Valley. It does. A pro, sunny and 75 pretty much uh, for weeks on end. Oh, right? yeah. Great weather. What could a uh, con possibly be? Cold and flu season? Yeah, you're still kind of dealing with that. Oh, I guess you could go with cold and flu season, but I'm 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 going to argue uh, snowbird season, Cheyenne. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll tell you, so I went to doctor yesterday. Okay. Yeah, it was supposed to be a checkup, but it ultimately was the biggest waste of my time all day because she had no information for my prior blood test. Because this is my primary oh, care doctor, right? Yeah. So I've been going to the GI doctor and everything else because I about a month ago I had appendicitis and and all that, so we're still in recovery mode. Well, she had no information. So then she's like, okay, let me figure this out. And you come on back in 30 days. What? So then I started asking questions just on other stuff, yeah. non-related to the appendicitis. I, I started asking about the medical marijuana card because I take my nighttime gummies and mm-hmm. it'd be a lot cheaper to avoid the recreational tax by having a medical marijuana card. Yeah. Well, she shut me down right away. She's like, no way. I felt like, I felt like. Because I kind of have a younger looking face. You know, uh-huh. I'm 42, but I look like I'm 12. That's uh, true. <laughs> she's like, look at this kid coming in here trying to get his medical marijuana <laughs> car. So she shut me down right away saying that it's only for old people with like back pain or something. What? And, and then I started asking about the, uh, not Ridlin, Adderall. Adderall. Adderall, right? Because I mean, everything that I've heard about Adderall is supposed to help you focus. Uh-huh. You know, and I have to drink so much caffeine and, and this and that. She's like, no, not for you. How does she know? She, she, she didn't even have <laughs> your blood work from the hospital. I know. So then, you know, then I'm like, well, how do I, is this something I should venture out and, and learn more about or test for? She says, yeah, I should probably go get a test. And I said, how long does that take? She said, an hour and a half, if not more. Yeah. You know, to go get the ADD test. And I'm like, all right, well, never mind then. I ain't doing that. <laughs> too much effort. That's way too much effort. I so. just wanted you to, to thank, write me the script. <laughs> thank you for wasting my time today. And I left her office. So then this is where I go to Costco. Uh-huh. And I'm like, 
why is there so many like older people here? You know, and there's a lot. It's the middle of the day. Where are you, why aren't you guys? Okay, that's right. You're all snowbirds yep. here, uh, avoiding all the that snowstorm that's hitting Midwestern U.S., the Eastern U.S., and everything else. I so. can't really blame them. Honestly, I have a friend who just moved, who just snowbird down here from Anchorage, well, Alaska. Yeah, if I was of that age and in that position and chapter in life, no, yeah, he's I, forty. He's and a he's snowbird? snowbirding down here. Where does he yes. work? Does he work? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> but. For me in my life, it was an inconvenience for me yesterday. Gunner and Cheyenne. <laughs> TSA at the airport. Uh, they're there for a reason, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's no way around trying to debunk why TSA does what they do, right? Yeah, I feel like they're the first line of defense at the airport. Yeah. For sure. Right. Keeping the weapons off of the planes, making sure nobody's got any weapons on them, and then keeping everybody safe that are on those flights and the, or on those planes and uh, for them to get safely to their destination. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of women at Sky Harbor that were at Terminal 3 on Monday. Okay. It's up at about 4.45. <laughs> they went blowing through TSA through the do not enter signs. So, you know, when you land at uh, Sky Harbor, uh-huh. and you go down to baggage claim, you're exiting the TSA area, right? And, right. And normally there's somebody there. Standing there at their little desk. Yeah. yeah. And they can't turn around, you know, to look. So they got kind of like a mirror to look down at, you know, for to watch their back. Uh-huh. Well, this is where those women went. They went right past that dude hauling into Terminal 3. And somebody stopped them and said, hey, this is, you're not supposed to enter this way. You've got to go through the uh, <laughs> the screening process. Yeah. And they go, well, we're late for our flight. Okay. And you still got to do what you got to do. That's exactly right. So they uh, they had to lock down Terminal 3 and get everybody out and rescreen everybody again. Oh, I would have been furious. Yeah, you don't know when they blew through the screening right that they could have tossed somebody something or something right yeah. so everybody had to leave Terminal 3 and be rescreened but they were talking about how these women just none of them were apologetic or appeared to understand the serious nature of the situation that's ridiculous they were just late for their flight so they decided to skip the line and just go right on through the do not enter area without any care in the world you just made everybody late for what reason they were late for their flight, Oh, Cheyenne. my bad. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, you didn't oh. hear that part of it? <laughs> Sorry. That must have blown right by me. <laughs> like they did to the exactly. TSA agents on the do not enter part of That's it. That's ridiculous. Have you ever made a desperate move because you were late? Outside of speeding, not really. Yeah. Because that, if I'm late, I'm late. That's my fault. That hundred, that day you were late and you hit 110 on the way in? Oh, my yeah. goodness. I didn't even crack 100 being aggressive. You haven't done anything crazy for being late? No, not like, really. God, I can't. Like, I'm if I'm late to work one more time, I'm going to get canned. No. No, I've never been late to work that many times. Yeah, it's tough to be that late in a small town. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you grew up there in, in Washington. Everybody would know. That, like, yeah. that would be embarrassing. You yeah. can't get fired in a small town. That is the worst. What about that time you tried to outrun the cop? You don't remember that one? Oh, you told me that, that story. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. He's trying to pull you over, but if you're late one more time, <laughs> you just took off. Took and off in my Hyundai Elantra. Found, that's right. They still haven't found you. Isn't that crazy? Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, when you're married or in a serious relationship, communication is definitely key. Yeah, for right? sure. You definitely want to discuss big life decisions, like uh, where certain amounts of money go. Yeah. I would definitely think there's probably... Uh, 
a threshold, right? You go above that threshold. You definitely want to have that discussion, but you want that hot dog at 7-Eleven. Do you have to discuss that with your significant other? No. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. We got a text yesterday during Tuesday Confessions that kind of got us into an argument off air, and then we saw some texts rolling in uh, because of something you said about it, Cheyenne. So the text yesterday for Tuesday Confessions was this. Um, My boyfriend has stopped drinking and he's become so bleeping boring. I want to keep partying like we used to, but he goes to bed early and wakes up early in the morning to exercise. Good for him, I guess. And then we kind of were talking about should he have asked her permission to make this lifestyle change? Something that they kind of entered the relationship with, right? Mm -hmm. Drinking, partying, doing the thing. And then all of a sudden, he decides to change his lifestyle. Should he have discussed that with her? No. Like, if you don't want to drink anymore, don't drink anymore. Well, now we had the guy earlier who called about his beard, right? Mm -hmm. He definitely had a discussion with his wife about getting rid of the beard. When you're drinking, that's your health. Like that, it definitely impacts your health on multiple levels. So when you and when you make the choice to stop drinking, like that's great that's, for you. Yeah, that's great for you. But if you enter this relationship having that lifestyle, shouldn't you have that discussion with that other person? For what purpose? To what end? You yeah, the, the discussion is I'm stopping drinking. You're not yeah. asking permission. Wanting to better yourself? How is that even? Like, of course, you get like mention it, but you're not. I'm not asking permission for okay, that. Well, I mean, let, let's put together a list then. Like, what should you and shouldn't you have to have a discussion with your significant other? Over communicating, period. No matter what it is, is always a better option because you can't fix what you haven't over communicated on, right? right? Right. But there are some things that you can make an executive decision on yourself, right? Without having that discussion. Yeah, and I think quitting drinking is one of those things. Like, that's your personal health. So if you're in this serious relationship, what else can you do without having to have that discussion? Changing cell phone providers. For me personally, I think the conversation deserves to be had for sure. What about one person changing employers? What if they're like, hey, I hate this job. I want to go somewhere else. Uh, I definitely need to have a conversation about that. Why? Because that's income. That's that person not being miserable. That, that person's not miserable. If you're married, that's your guys' income. <laughs> I feel like you're misunderstanding discussion. Well, no, no, no. no, 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 no I, no, I understand that, but we're just kind of looking at it at face value, right? So miserable drinking, make the lifestyle change. It's better, right? Miserable at work. You said the drinking, you don't need to have that discussion. The drinking, your personal health... Or your financial stability of your hey, family. Those are two drinking, totally different drinking things. Drinking is also financial. You can spend a lot of money at the bar. Yeah, but you will be saving money, so that literally hurts right? nobody. So if you get a new employer, you could be making more money and not being miserable. But if you were miserable at your job, would you not be discussing that with your best friend, a.k.a. spouse, partner, <laughs> you or whatever? Would think, you would think. Well, but again, face value, like face value, just changing employers, you're miserable. You know, maybe you didn't want to talk about it at home. You know, but that's all weird, that's that's weird. Weird. But finally, but finally you're like, screw it. I'm over this. I'm out. No, I would be infuriated if my spouse came home and said just randomly that he quit. I would be furious. Has your spouse ever made an executive decision that made you mad? We'd love to hear the story. 602-894-5653. You can also text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. Has your spouse made an executive decision that made you mad? There's certain things, you know, when you're in relationships, you got to have that discussion before you go and make that purchase, before you go and make that change. Yeah, it's just courteous. Brenda is in Awatuki. Now, this was with your husband? My ex-husband. Ooh, oh. ex-husband. Is it what? why he's your ex-husband? Yeah, actually. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. It's one of the couple main reasons, actually. What happened, Brenda? Tell us the story. I needed a new car, and for a couple weeks, we'd been like looking at different cars. I'd been doing my research online, wasn't even sure if I wanted an electric vehicle, and she's like, babe, meet me out front. 
So I go out front and he shows up in a brand new Porsche 911. Oh! Yeah. He bought you a nice car and you're mad at him? He bought himself a nice car. He bought himself a nice car. So his idea was that it would be just so great if we could have like a cool couple's car and then I can take his car. What kind of car? Wait, 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 what kind of car was he driving? It had to be some sort of a beater or some like uh, older like a Rav4. model. Rav <laughs> Four. Oh, it's not a bad car. Well, no, but I mean, he just bought himself a Porsche, and then you get the hand-me-down Rav Four. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I was so mad. I was just like speechless at first, and he didn't understand why I was so upset. So that was just one of many examples of him just being a selfish individual, huh? Yeah. Brenda, we appreciate you. Thank you. Love your show. Bye. Kendra is in Mesa. Hey, Kendra. Hi. So you've got a husband that uh, made a an executive decision and kind of made you a little angry, huh? Kind of. He okay. he. I thought he was going to get angry, but this is what happened. So did you? So you made the executive decision? I made the executive decision. Oh, yeah. it was you. Okay. Yes, I did. Okay, what'd you do? Well, okay, this is, let me give you the background. I've actually Should always been it. a dog person. <laughs> yeah, because I have to show my okay. case, you know? Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> give us your case. So, <laughs> I've actually always been a dog person. Like, I, I was always raised with dogs like you know my parents always had dogs and then when I was single I even had a dog and then I got married and my husband has never been a big dog person and it just so happened that transition when we get married I my dog passed and so it I just didn't get any dogs right Uh and then one day my friend who works at the shelter said that there was this cute little dog that was available and then I just like brought the dog home. This sounds oddly familiar, Cheyenne. It really does, though. I feel like uh, I could be in this situation and I can actually uh, learn from Kendra's situation here. I think you could. Because my wife hates animals. She doesn't want the animal. I I would love to have a dog. You know, my daughters would love to have a dog. But I have yet to go as far as Kendra did here and make an executive decision, Cheyenne. So you made this decision, Kendra. How did your husband react? What ended up happening? Well, he was very surprised at first. But to my luck, he fell in love with the dog because it was like cute little like chihuahua terrier okay he's so cute (laughs) (laughs) i can tell you right now that my wife just pulled up her phone probably is getting ready to text me don't even think about it it's more his dog than my dog because the dog follows him everywhere oh it's really cute i you know where i'm stopping off on the way home cheyenne okay all all of a sudden you're on my wife's side on this i would love for you to have a dog but i also need you to make it to work tomorrow (laughs) so i'm gonna need you to not do that the only reason I'm on her side is for selfish reasons. Okay. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. I need the Gunner to have Gunner and Cheyenne. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is so. <laughs> Camel Country 107.9. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 